Well, good evening, good evening, and good evening, everyone. And welcome to a new episode of He Said, He Said, He Said, a look at the world from a seasoned Black man's perspective. I'm your host, Alvin King, and welcome to our Friday, August the 11th show, Let's Get Newsy 12. Ladies and gentlemen, there has been so much in the news. I'm telling you, we have been sitting on some information and we're going to give it to you tonight. Hopefully you guys have had a great uh, week. Um, last week, l- let me, well, first of all, let me, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Okay, this is not in the script, but I, something just came up on my phone and, and I have to read it to you. Um, here in Washington, D.C., Judge Tanya uh, Chukin, I think that's the judge's name, issued a protective order barring Trump from publicly disclosing sensitive information including witness interviews that's turned over as part of the 2020 election interference case. In the first hearing before the judge today, she noted that while Trump's rights as a criminal defendant would be protected, his First Amendment right to free speech was not absolute, which means that he needs to shut his mouth. I don't know about you all, but that see, that's a victory for me, okay, because I'm waiting for him to go down. So anything that happens to prevent him from doing anything more crazier than what he's done, I'm all for it. Okay, let me get back into the show. Again, welcome to our show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Can you all believe that a whole year has passed and this day last year, monkeypox was on the rise, ladies and gentlemen. I don't mean to bring back something that that's that's really crazy, but last year when we were right in the middle of getting over COVID, something else came and it was monkeypox. A whole year has passed and thank God it didn't stick around long. We did what we needed to do. It was one of those epidemics again that just came on and we just took care of it. And as I talk about monkeypox a year ago, again, COVID is on the rise, ladies and gentlemen, and it is spreading. Um, last week I was on the show to be honest with you. And I was just getting over COVID from going to a tennis match. So, um, I'm telling you it is, um, it is alive and it is well, and you guys need to really take care of yourself. And I even talked to some folks that went to the Beyonce concert on Sunday and it rained and it was crazy. And they all had to shuttle underneath all of the, you know, inside of the, um, the stadium. A few of them have gotten COVID also. So please take care. Again, COVID is on the rise. Uh, Also, for you guys who are into getting rid of your cable, like I just recently did, uh, Disney and Hulu, on October 12th, um, their ad-free version of Disney Plus um, will actually increase from $10.99 to $13.99, and Hulu will jump from $14.99 to $17.99, ladies and gentlemen. Look. If you got cable, I'm telling you, you need to get rid of cable and start doing some streaming because all these streaming services are going to, I mean, they're about to get off the chain, okay? And while we're talking about streaming, I need all of you to go to wherever you need to do any type of, um, you know, uh, social media searches or whatever, because today is 50 years of hip hop, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. And in 1973, a young, innovative DJ rocked a modest party for fellow teenagers in a small community room in the Bronx. His name is Cool Herc, and he is considered the father and the originator of hip hop, ladies and gentlemen. So please, I was not, I I grew up doing hip hop, but I was more of the disco guy. You know, I I was going up to the clubs in New York and all the Studio 54. So hip hop, it was there, but I kinda kinda went over it but hip hop did influence a lot of cultures. I mean, you know, even though I wasn't in the hip hop culture, I was still wearing the baggy pants and, you know, I was still doing you whatever, what my, my version of break dancing, you know, when I would go to the clubs that I was going to. And um, I have one question, one, one question, because I know we got to keep moving. But for those of you who are watching, can you tell me if, if hip hop started the term ghetto fabulous? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know that. So if you guys, guys can go in the chat, let me know because I don't know that. And last, before I leave, ladies and gentlemen, um, I want to talk to everybody who's going out to eat these days because I don't know if you've noticed, but they are putting some hidden charges on your receipts. Okay, I mean, little teeny tiny charges. Now, 
I know the minimum wage has increased for workers, you know, at least here in D.C., and I'm proud of that. Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad. I'm glad you all are getting paid more. But I guess due to inflation from 21 and 22, they're putting like little fees on your receipts because they didn't want to increase the price for food. So please be careful. I know all of you have been looking at whether or not, you know, they took out gratuity, but there's some other little hidden charges and features on it that you all need to look at. All right. All right. So look, that's my spiel for for today. Thank you for tuning in. And if we can, let's get on with the chat. Lord, I guess y'all would say, if this man don't hurry up and get us up in here. Uh, I was uh, like, uh, you know, uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. In fact, Judy came on and was like, I hope y'all are going to talk about the, the brawl. And Judy, how could we not be talking about the brawl? Judy, we... Come on. Hey, we, guys. We've been brawling. <laughs> how y'all hey. doing? What's up? What's up? What's hey. up? TGIF. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, I'm glad I'm, I'm here. Last week was rough. But I am here, okay? Yeah, and you were suffering, and we were just, and you were like saying, I hope I haven't caught a cold or so forth, but COVID got a hold of you, huh? Got a hold of me, but you know, like my hair, I uh -oh. shook it off, okay? Oh. Shook it off. Oh, wow. Wow. Thank shook you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Monica. Hey, Hey, hey George. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, but hey, you Mitch. guys have a good week. You guys have a good week. I had a good week, thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. And you? I mean, I, I know I you won the road to recovery. I, I did. Like I said, I shook it off. And I look, I'm back in business. I got a busy weekend. But I'm just going to say, thank God I didn't have a ticket for Beyonce. I decided not to go see the show this year because I've seen her so many times. And I was like, you know, let this generation go see her. Because I would have had somebody design me a plastic suit with straws sticking out my nose. Oh, wow. If I had a ticket. Because that $1,000 ticket was not. Not, going to not go to waste. Going to go to waste. Wow. Seriously. It was not. But I, you know, I'm so I'm glad I didn't buy it. You had a good week, Vosh? I did. It went by really, really quickly, but it has yeah. proven to be a good week all in all. Really magical things have happened this week. So I'm very excited. Amen. Hey. Amen. Amen. Hey, well, speaking of magic, baby, um, we cannot deny Simone Biles, Herbert, she has returned to the gymnastic floor. Come on, come okay, on. Yes, the uh, proverbial married woman now of the U.S. <laughs> of the U.S. Gym gymnastics is officially back. Um, she competed in every competition that they had at that competition, and unlike her other competitors who have competed with her, you know, before, um, she walked away with an all-around score of fifty-nine point ten. Wow which was five points clear of her runner-up, Lean Wong, and more than two points higher than the total with, her, with Brazil's Rebecca Andre, who claimed the 2022 World Championship. Wow. Okay. So you're saying she's back? I'm saying she's back. She's bad. Okay, bad. And, this and that, that diamond that she is wearing is helping her with her spinning. <laughs> Her like you know flipping rotations. Nothing like love. love. Nothing yeah. like good love. <laughs> exactly. Come on, put a ring I'm on so it. Happy for him. Okay. So happy for him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do okay, you so say here? We're like, being told. Yeah, Andre Harrell of Uptown Records coined the term "ghetto fabulous," but I think it referred to women like Little Kim and Mary J. Blige. Says Judy. Thank you, Judy. And Andre Harrell, may he rest in peace. Thank yes. you. Okay, Judy, and that was a bit that came out of nowhere for me because I was like, "Where did Ghetto Fabulous come from?" So, and they are they are they are the queens of it. They were, you know. Okay. We've okay. seen it being taken to the extreme now. Well, but they got it. They got it. Well, yeah. let's talk about Ghetto Fabulous with regards to sharks attacking people. <laughs> <laughs> they are Ghetto Unfabulous. They are just I out mean, of control. These sharks. They're just like, look. Water is getting warmer. We got to do something. So as of today, New York City's Rockaway Beach has reopened after the first shark attack in New York City on a New York City beach since 1953. 
Okay, look at this image of these people looking up there uh, in the shark, uh, like they're uh, in Jaws right now. <laughs> look at them run. I mean, like it's totally right, Norman. as if there was going to be like free hot dogs and lemonade. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm not sure if this is actual footage or just an image well, of people who hear the ice cream not. truck. <laughs> I was, I'm you sorry. Now we act when we hear that bell. That's no, you so did something like they were running for hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Exactly. They're like, what does it say? Oh, my God. So uh, Tatiana Koltunyuk uh, was standing in the water around 6 o'clock on Monday when she felt a strong, sharp pain in her lower left leg, yeah. which caused her to fall backwards. Turned out that she had been pulled uh, from the water by lifeguards to realize that she had been bitten by a shark and had lost a significant amount of flesh. Wow. They gave her some medical treatment on the beach, and then they took her to Jamaica Hospital. They aren't sure whether it was a, a tiger shark or a great white shark baby that attacked her, but they're taking no precautions. Wow. She is recovering in the hospital from her injuries and today and throughout the rest of the swim season, they are using drones so they can do a nice sweep of the beach to see if there's any unwanted marine life trying to keep people safe. So wow. be careful out there in the water. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry. I I I I can't even imagine getting in the water and being bit by a jellyfish, let alone a darn shark. Shark. Can we sightings up north, up in New up in New England, around the vineyard as well? They've been reporting some shark sightings as well. Yeah. These well, the water are... is so warm down no south that the more comfortable waters are for are, are up north. The other strange things with marine life as things continue. Mm. I'm just sick of them saying what sharks will and will not do. Okay, because you know they got teeth. Okay, and they get hungry. Yeah, it's well, kind of like. Things... Go ahead. No. no, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's like when you go to someone's house and they have a dog and they go, "Oh, don't worry, he won't bite." And you're like, right. "Got teeth." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, one of the things that they were saying was that there was a a, like a, a school of fish that sharks typically will eat that mm. were around around the time that this mm. woman got bit. Mm. Still, sharks typically don't like to eat people because we don't taste very good. But, you know, all it takes is one Speak nibble. for yourself. Okay. I'm say. You guys are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but since you were so definitive, like people okay. don't taste good, I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> I don't know how Philly rolled, but in DC, <laughs> we taste like cheesesteaks, which is <laughs> wow. Well, there's a lot that has been going on up in New York in addition to the shark bites. You know, we reported last week on the stabbing and ultimate death of O'Shea Sibley. Uh, Mr. Sibley's funeral services were this past Tuesday. They were streamed live. Um, I did have an opportunity to watch for a bit. Um, it was very emotional, um, as one might imagine, um, as we laid to rest and honored the life of O'Shea Sibley, uh, who was stabbed as we spoke about um, last week in the, at the service station. Um, as he was a dancer and was dancing to Beyonce music. Uh, the gentleman that um, is the suspect in the stabbing has been um, ar arrested and charged. And we just await to hear how that all turns out. But we speak O'Shea Sibley's name in remembrance. Do you know if they're charging the person who killed him as a juvenile? I believe not. Uh, I believe that uh, the last reading that I read a while back was that he was in fact going to be charged as an adult okay all right i hope so hey how David. old is he i thought he was 17 they said that that's mm. why i asked that that, that, that that's why i asked I, I was i heard he was 17 hey sean i heard that he was so i didn't know how they were going to try him yeah yeah and it, they are moving forward with it as a hate crime yes I believe so, yes. I believe so, yes. Yep. In this case, yes. More should be revealed. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll stay abreast of it. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. the services, there was, I saw some of the footage of, you know, some of the rallies that people were having at yes. the location, and it was quite impressive. Yes. People coming yeah. out and chanting O'Shea and, and dancing. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's what took his life. They they danced for him. And and Philodenko set up a scholarship in his name, which I thought was a Philodenko Dance Company, mm-hmm. which oh, wow. I thought was magnificent. So yeah. Uh, no. I yeah, so I, I like Philodenko. So and I followed them and I saw that they uh, they did that. So kudos to Philodenko. They yeah. they moved very quickly on that. And, and I also understand that at several concerts, Beyonce actually paused and cited uh, his name, spoke his name, mm-hmm. and um, you know remembered him as, as he was dancing to her music when he was stabbed. So, right. Well, as the shirt says, racism isn't getting worse; it's getting built. And we caught that. We caught. That's why that guy is in jail. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So that that's what we're saying. All right, guys. Well, you know, speaking of, you know, well, hate, some of it, you know, it was on, we t- and we're talking about filming it. Yeah. We're going to take you all to Alabama right now. And there you go, Judy. <laughs> there you go. And, and, and last Saturday, we're not going to show you all the video clips and all the Because we sure you've seen them. Because you've seen them all. Okay, but we just want to talk, you know, about the, the brawl that happened last Saturday in Alabama when a group of um, white men actually uh, beat up a, 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 a worker at a, at a shipping, at a dock, where he, whereas he asked them to move their boat so that the boat that, w- that should have come into the dock could come into the dock. And instead of them moving their boat, they used or wanted to use their privilege to beat up the man, but little did they know that when they did that, that it, the ties were going to change. And I mean, we had on the video, you guys saw it. We saw black people come from everywhere. They even came across the water, <laughs> in the water. Never okay. underestimate the power of a thrown hat is what I'm going to say to you. Who knew? <laughs> Who, the hat went up and the signal was out. You know, and I'm going to tell you, when the hat went up, I didn't know what that was about. What was that I, about? I don't think any of us did. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it, the way that it's filmed, it almost looks like that's now like the signal. Like, I need help. Because when the hat went up, people well, came. Well, the, the, the other good part is, is that three of the four people, these are three of the four men who have been arrested. Uh, mm-hmm. for uh, starting the brawl. And there's a woman, actually one woman, uh, and her name, actually, I, I got her name right before I came on. Well, their names, actually, I want to say their names, uh, Richard Roberts, who's 48. Um, he, he was charged with uh, two counts of third degree assault. And Alan Todd, 23, and Zachary Shipman, 25, who face a count each of third degree assault, according to the Montgomery Police Chief uh, Daryl Albert. And yesterday, a woman by the name of Mary Todd, who's 21, has been charged with third degree assault and was being held in Montgomery as well. And I was telling Vosh and Bobby before we came on, they're not calling this a hate crime. And yet, yet, yet. they're not calling it a hate crime yet. And I don't know, I just, I, it looked like a hate crime to me, but I know hate crimes are, there's a lot that goes into calling something a hate crime. I know that. But for me, it looked like a hate crime. And from what the things and what I heard and from the videos and all that, it just looked like a hate crime to me. Well, just to give you the definition of what a hate crime is, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there are many nuanced ones, but a hate crime is a crime that is motivated in whole or substantially part by bias against certain personal characteristics. Mm -hmm. Now, we do know that, well, most people believe after witnessing the lead up to the the melee, that the actions of the white boat owners and their posse, it was definitely racially motivated, but to say that it was a hate crime is just a different level of, how do you say, uh, influence of race and hatred in that experience. It was yeah. definitely racially motivated. Those I think it's it's a very subtle, as you're saying, the difference in the sense of did those people come out there in that boat with the intention to engage or or uh, assault a black man, mm-hmm. and 
And arguably that was not their intent initially. Mm -hmm. um, obviously the, the racial slurs that they used were, you know, made it certainly a racial incident. One could argue that they may have responded. To that. I mean, because my understanding is they were three sheets to the wind um, and being told to move. And so one might argue that they might have responded that way to anybody who was really trying to keep them from moving the boat. But they're then using the racial slurs certainly makes it a racial incident. Right. And then it's then coupled with what seemed to be a racial melee because as they were all attacking him, there were black people like, I don't think from what I've seen, I've seen many versions of the video. I don't know if any person, any white person came to his rescue. Everybody that I saw come to his rescue was African-American or at least a person of color. One person. Right. There one was one person. Okay. His, uh, his coworker. Okay. His coworker at the beginning of the, when he, when, when, when they, I guess when, when the first black guy came off of the, came yeah. down the, the, came the, down the, the ramp, the, came down the ramp. There was a white, a white guy to the right, a coworker that they pushed out of the way. Okay. Yes. He's in the video. And, right. and Rudy, Rudy had said something before this uh, came up because this is a link. He said grassroots law posted PD charged hate crimes. Stay Interesting. tuned. Okay. They can try to charge it, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I got to tell you, it was inspiring <laughs> to watch. It was. It was, it was like, because we were it all was. riveted watching the lead up to what happened and then to watch it happen and then to still be so powerless until that boat pulled in. Because there were still people coming down and helping out and right, fighting right, and stuff, but right. it definitely went into overdrive once that boat came in, and those oh, yeah. those guys started skipping down to the other yeah. boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and again they started skipping. That was it. <laughs> some of the commentary, you know, leading or after that happened, you know, some things that just came to light for me, like like they said when black men start skipping to towards you and you know i was it's like wait good. a minute wait a minute they said it's not good you know and good. so it, it was it was things like that that made it interesting one of our viewers rodney texted me when all the videos were going he said should i should i be happy about this i said i am I so was, what were you happy about what were you happy about i was happy to see that final that that they came to his rescue that all mm -hmm. these black people came to his rescue. I was mm -hmm. so because he was so um, he was taken by all of them. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. he was he was clearly yeah. they 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 clearly had him. There was nothing he yeah. could do. And so yeah. to see all these black people coming toward him, it was like, oh my god, it brought me so much joy. Well, and, and everything yeah. happens in context too, and we <laughs> cannot lose sight of the fact that Alabama has a horrific history yeah. around racism. Yeah. Like it I mean it's they just have a really 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 bad history around it. Selma, like the the list is I mean it's just right. Montgomery. Right. Like it just right. they the, their history around it is wrong. and and it just feels like these people felt they could just do whatever they wanted to him because he was he was insignificant and Entitled. to literally see people step up and say no um, and, you know, I, I don't know if I was happy about it. I certainly felt a sense of resolution that they were getting what they should have gotten. Uh, but what did make me laugh, and I'm going to own this because it's true and I've shared it with you all. When that chick gets tossed into the water, like a little rag doll, because she was just like, and they were like, no. Now, see, I was very happy that, especially after this Jason Aldean song about oh, yeah. in a small town. Yeah. I was yeah. so very happy yeah. that what we saw was a group of white people attack a black man who was yeah. doing his job. Just doing his job. Just doing his job, them right. being vicious, yep. jumping him yep. uh, and attacking him. It, the woman that they arrested, you can see her kick him. Like yep. I, I often, I wondered like, why are they attacking the woman in the blue? But she kicked him when he was down. It's yep. like, you yep. got to watch this mob and it's very difficult for the the mainstream press and Fox News and those people to spin it because everyone watched these people beat mm -hmm. this man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, that for was, doing his job. 
for doing his job. For doing so his all job. this stuff about tried in a small town and we're, you know, we're the victims and there's so much crime coming against us. We got to watch these people be the perpetrators. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That See, was that, very gratifying and very timely. There he is. Rodney, welcome to the hey, show. Rodney. Derwin, welcome <laughs> to the show. Shannon, welcome to the show. Rudy, you're giving me life. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, and it well, seems that most of the people who are watching certainly found some sense of gratification yeah. in seeing yeah. that, you know, them be uh, responded to. Absolutely. <laughs> like, every time I watch it, I focus in on a different person yeah. so I can yeah. watch their journey. Like, I can't wait till this becomes a Broadway musical. And you get to just see it all with fabulous dance numbers and fight choreography because oh, wow. it is wow. brilliant. It is okay. brilliant. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Right. So what else is happening in the news? Okay. <laughs> we are missing 51 folding chairs from the fellowship hall. Please return the Mayset. Faster. Absolutely. I think 51 I might, chairs, right. people. I'm going to go as a folding chair for Halloween this okay. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really want to have one at least around my neck. So like some people go like little earrings. Well, I, I don't think it'd be original. Okay, but 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 what whatever works. It's gonna be popular. Right. Okay. Well let, let's get on we, okay. I'm telling you, I'm gonna walk down the hall with a folding chair. I we love it. On, we will be on much. this draw forever. Okay. We're gonna come back to it because I still have stuff to say. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a mess. It, 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 it's, it's a mess. Oh Lord. So what else is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Oh my goodness. Um in Minnesota. Yes. Minneapolis, another a conviction. We had uh, Tu Tao, oh, yes, who yes. was one of the Minneapolis police officers who held back a crowd of bystanders while Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd on television in 2020. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, he was sentenced to four years and nine months in prison on Monday for aiding and abetting second degree manslaughter. What Good. are you guys' thoughts on that? Good. I, I was happy to see that it happened. Mm -hmm. I was I, I watched the actually I watched the court case. I watched him. He, he spoke and mm -hmm. and basically he said he, he still feels that he's innocent, that he was doing his job. Mm -hmm. And yep. I just found that to be disturbing. And I wish that they had gave him four more years mm -hmm. for just saying that. Yeah, I you know, again, we, I mean, there are people who argued that, you know, that he, as a person of color, you know, was he actually acting in a racist way and so forth? And, and what is, what I'm convinced of is that policing in America is racist. Like it's rooted in a racist culture. And, and whether or not you are a person of color or not, you can still be a part of a culture that responds differently exactly. to people based upon their race. And, and that is what we know to be true. And all the statistics in the world support it. Every investigation after a police department or division around the country gets investigated. It, it is consistent that there's documentation that the system, the culture, is one that responds differently to people. And his standing there and pretending like nothing was going on, I think makes him culpable as well. I agree with you. Well, Absolutely. him talking about he was a human shield, as uh, Rudy uh, pointed out. He said that he was a human barricade. Mm -hmm. No. To no. racism. To, to racism. To murder. No, no to one murder. was actually trying to come up. I mean, if you look, if you go back and look at that, people were actually standing on the, on the sidewalk or whatever, screaming, you're killing him. Absolutely. You're killing him. Absolutely. And, and once again, had it not been for that young teenage girl... Right. who pulled out her phone right. and provided us right. with the documentation of right. almost over nine minutes mm -hmm. of ending that man's life. Yeah. Good for him. Put him in a, put him in a cage next to Chauvin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I think they should be separated so that they do not have any backup and just let the prison system handle them and deal with them. It, you know, that... <sighs> Cops are supposed to protect and serve yeah. and what they were doing were protecting themselves. And I'm glad that he got convicted. 
And uh, we speak your name, George Floyd. Absolutely. Absolutely. Much, much, much happening in the news as we were talking in the state of Ohio. So the Ohio voters voted and they used their voices this most recent. They had a special election. And it appears that the Republicans there decided that there was going to be uh, an amendment that could possibly be put to vote that would protect abortion rights. And so the Republican Party decided to put on this particular ballot of the special election a, um, the option of changing what the percentage that you would need in order to change the state constitution. So whereas uh, a, a majority was, was the norm up to this point, they wanted to create a 60% requirement in order for a change to be made within the um, a state constitution. Of course, making, thinking that it was gonna make it more difficult for this, um, this protection of abortion rights. But the Ohio voters came out and they spoke and they rejected it. Yes, absolutely. So it was Go an important Ohio. move. Mm-hmm. But it also speaks to the vulnerability of, of abortion and reproductive rights across the country. Do well, you know, I'm sorry, I was gonna go no, ahead. Go ahead, I, was, go ahead. I was just gonna say, do you know that the impact already since Roe versus Wade decision mm-hmm. has, been, has been harmful across for, for women oh, yeah. across oh, yeah. the country, whether they're seeking abortions or not. There are doctors who because of most recent legislation have literally left states. There are women who can't, who are for instance pregnant who don't even have gynecologists in their area where they are. They have to travel hours to get to hospitals because of some of the most recent legislation that has been passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's shameful. Yeah. It also highlighted uh, how really delicate our democracy is and how much it is under attack by people Absolutely. who want to hoodwink other people into giving away their rights yep. so that they can control what is going on in the rest of the world. Like Absolutely. we have to stay you know, vigilant mm-hmm. in terms of the issues, getting out to vote and making sure that the issues stay at the forefront and that we protect all people because this is totally ridiculous what they're trying to do. It's like gerrymandering, but it, with constitutions and percentages to get votes. It's just- The vote has never been more important. We must all encourage our friends, those that we know to be registered, encourage people to get out. Mm -hmm. We cannot exist in a society where we think Mm -hmm. that our single vote does not Mm -hmm. count. Mm -hmm. And we have to be aware that in addition to just it normally being of significance and counting, there is legislation on these ballots to make it even more difficult for you to, to be able to vote in terms of restrictions that you let's not forget in Georgia, you can go to jail for handing someone water, water. in the heat of Georgia if they're standing in line to vote. That Did is they pass that? Is, is that yeah. mean, they, 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 you they, cannot they, hand I, a person water. I knew it was, I know they talked about it last year. Was it at, during the last election or whatever? But yeah. I didn't know that. Oh my God, it's law. It's law. It's law. Wow. wow. So the, wow. the, effort to make it more difficult to vote, to discourage you even from voting is very real. And so it is really important. We cannot, I am not having, I'm telling you, if you are part of Bobby Edwards Village, don't come my way talking about you not vote. Oh, we we are not feeling that ignorance. Oh, I I, I got rid of them in them and they know who they are. I got rid of them last two, three, two years ago. I'm like, bounce, we're not doing that. We're, we're not even, I don't even want no. to hear that. Well, well, we're gonna, we're, again, we're, we're, we're gonna keep it in, in, in the court, okay? Since, since we're right here and I need to talk about, you know, one of my, my good friends, for those of you who don't know, uh, special counsel Jack Smith, yes. he, he re-entered the public eye on Tuesday, August 1st with the grand jury's indictment of Donald Trump over his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election leading up to the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Again, my new friend, Jack, I call him my new <laughs> Kiki on the deep, on the, on the down low. As Wendy um, says, he's your friend in your head. He's, a, he's my friend in my head, okay? <laughs> there you go. Gotcha. <laughs> he announced this week that he had a secret memo that laid out the strategy of Trump to overturn Biden's win. 
and a friend of Trump uh, by the name of, uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, da, 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 one of his, his good friends named Kenneth Shazbro. Kenneth mm. Shazbro was a, a key person on this memo. And he basically told Trump, you know, in the memo that there are two ways that we can do this. And Rudy he, says the receipts. I know, but he's, he's cracking me up. Receipts. In he's like receipts. <laughs> he, said, he said, right. He said that there, there are two ways that, that, that he could do this. And one of them, he said, if we, if we did this, it would focus attention on claims of voter fraud and buy Trump's campaign more time to win uh, litigation that would deprive Biden of electoral votes and or add Trump's column. And the memo had been a missing piece Mm. in the public's record of how Trump allies um, developed their strategy to overturn Biden's, um, uh, Biden's victory. Mm-hmm. And number two, in mid-December, the memo alleged that the, or basically said that um, the false Trump electors could go through the, the motions of, of, um, of voting as if they had the authority to do so. Then on January 6, 2021, Mike Pence could unilaterally count those uh, slate of votes rather than the official certified ones for President Biden. They had a memo that outlined, he has a memo of, of Trump's friend and Trump getting together to do this. What more evidence do we need to convict this man? Look, it's gonna still take a lot because we're not just trying what? him in, in, in the courts and with under the rule of law, it's still public opinion and them fighting against the crazies that still support Trump. I mean, so it's going to take a lot. It, it really is. And this whole notion that, you know, he and others who support him um, seem to really continue to function under this. But as president, like, you know, I, I love when I'm hearing these journalists say, you know, it is this is completely unprecedented. That you know that uh, that a sitting president or or a former president would be indicted in this way or accused of it, and I'm like, but we've never had a president do what he's done. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he is Ever. not above the law. Mm-hmm. Like we we've not had presidents who've supported an insurrection. Ever, and and Wait. I checked, and President Obama didn't hire one lawyer in eight years. Right. He didn't need to. He wasn't doing anything <laughs> such as he did. He excuse me. He did wear that tan suit. I don't know what you all are thinking. <laughs> oh come on, come on! With the swag he has, he could. He wore the tan green, suit, and gray. people went crazy. That's what they were. Remember, they Michelle leave. Obama's her portrait, no sleeves. Remember, right. remember How that stuff they were getting. Exactly. They were like, she does not understand. You know. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. double standard for that yeah. is just—it's yeah. just absolutely yeah. ridiculous. ridiculous. Rudy said, "Say it, forget it." Write it, regret it. <laughs> Big dummy. Exactly, well, exactly. I, want, I am I amazed at how much documentation was created around this, knowing that all presidential documents and all, you know, you can't, you can't destroy anything. I mean, it's a felony. But Vash, you are assuming he has an understanding of the role that he had and the significance of that information. Like, he's an idiot. He, he wasn't thinking about anything like... He thought, you remember he was saying, oh, I thought I could just make, I can make it classified just by saying I can make it classified. Well, he like he does he not understand yeah. right. that so much of what he did in that role does not belong to him because he was in that role. Right. I don't think he's as dumb. I, well, idiot and it's, are idiots being an idiot and being a dummy the same thing? Be, or are they two different things? Because well, I think he's I, stupid because he, he, I think thinking, he's, I think he's intelligent enough to know buttons to push to get people. He knows where to go to get people to follow him in that sense. But he's not very smart in terms no. of the amount of things that he's done that are like, that are more than a, a, a cookie crumb trail right back to him. I will say he's not presidential. I'll say and that. he was. And, and yet he was. Yeah. I, I will say he's clearly not presidential because he's a cynical person and very calculating and calculating people aren't dummies. And yet you will see people right now, as, as he points out all the time, he is currently 
<laughs> no, he is not a savant, Rudy. <laughs> Far from a savant. Right, exactly. Um, but yet, he is the front runner of the Republican Party right now. Yeah. I, how do you go figure? Well, China's go they figure. And they, I mean, they, get, even, they get no press from me. Okay. Well, he's even beating DeSantis. Uh, and DeSantis is, is out again attacking democracy. Oh. He, he just suspended the Orlando area state attorney. And it's the second time he suspended someone who has been democratically elected to be a prosecutor. He said that he was removing Monique Orell, a Florida's ninth judicial circuit, for neglect of duty and incompetence. He also accused her- That's rich coming from him. I mean, come on now, right? He also accused her of pursuing lenient sentences and declining to prosecute certain cases. According to him, prosecutors have uh, to prosecute certain charges and to do so based on their duty to enforce the law and one's political agenda is not supposed to come into play at all. Now, in the past, Worrell said that she was not going to prosecute cases if the evidence of the crime was not provable beyond a reasonable doubt, which is what she's supposed to make sure that she does. Otherwise, she's wasting taxpayer money. Correct. In a tweet, she said... Today, we mourn the loss of democracy. She goes, I'm the duly elected state attorney for the Ninth Judicial Circuit. Nothing done by a weak dictator can change that. She says it's an outrage and she's not going to be bullied by DeSantis or be used as a tool in his failing, disastrous presidential campaign. She said that. She said that. She went all the way there. She said that. Now, DeSantis has appointed Andrew Bain as the new state attorney. And Bain has released a 100-day plan on Thursday that said he wants to restore public trust, law and order, and strengthen the office's relationship with law enforcement. Okay. okay. He's a pawn, and DeSantis is using him because he's a black man to say, look, it's not racially motivated. I'm going to put someone black in here. Absolutely. But he is definitely... He's a hot mess. Well, wait a minute. I'll be Rodney. Let, 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 let's go to Rodney up here. <laughs> take girl, y'all are up here. Rodney said, with all of the evidence that 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 will be presented, um, we still say, I hope he's convicted. Exactly. I, I do. do. I do. And Michelle, uh, Michi, what, what did Michi say here? The tragedy is even if he is found guilty, he will still be eligible to run for office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is there not anything in the Constitution that prevents this because we're supposed to kill seditious traitors right 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 that's the catch-all right and you know DeSantis the only person in there that kind (laughs) of that that scares me is Mitch Mitch McConnell Mitch McConnell looking at him just scares me but DeSantis really scares me he does because he's charismatic yeah my spirit yeah. is not good around him at all. I think he is the one that is the he has the most hate in him to me. I think it's self hatred. I personally think that he has something that he is hiding. I'm not going to say on. what it is. Rudy, on, Rudy is on. suggesting. Right. Well, I mean, he's wearing the kitten oh. heels, right? Okay, like, okay, wait. About okay. <laughs> that it just doesn't feel right, and his degree of hatred for certain groups makes me think that he is secretly a black gay man. Okay, oh, wow. well, you know, I think it's time for some entertainment. Oh, my Lord. Bosh, you're on a roll. Why don't you oh, take us right into entertainment? Good Lord. Well, look, let's talk about another conviction. Oh, that's, 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 that's entertainment. That look, is, that's entertainment, all right. Look, when you see Ron DeSantis at a barbecue, Wearing the rainbow flag, you and know Kitten that I Hills. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, I will be the first to call you and go like, "Oh my God, look who's Kitten, here!" Look who's Kitten here. Heels. So it. look, uh, rapper Tory Lane <laughs> was sentenced to ten years in prison on Tuesday for assaulting fellow artist Megan The Stallion. Uh, Lane was found guilty of shooting Megan in the foot in July of 2020 as they left a party at the home of celebrity Kylie Jenner. In a written statement, Megan said that she has suffered daily since Lane shot her. She asked that her absence not be taken as a sign of indifference, and she urged the judge to issue a very stiff sentence. Well, they did. He was found guilty on all three charges that the prosecutors brought forward against him, assault with a firearm, 
illegal possession of a firearm and negligent discharge of a gun for shooting the victim. Mm. Lanes is a Canadian citizen and potentially will be deported back to Canada after he serves his sentence. I hope Megan finds peace because, you know, it's a drag to be shot and you pinky toe. Yeah. She also talked about or she came out and said that she was a victim of domestic abuse Mm. also, which she came out and she said that. And so that's something that she had not said during this whole since the incident started. So um, good for her. Good for her. I'm glad, you know, we, we, yeah, I'm glad that that's over because I can't imagine being in a situation where someone shoots me. Anyway, yeah, and people need to be held accountable yeah. for that kind yeah, of behavior. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. we don't, we don't have to agree. We can, in fact, disagree. But right. to pull out a firearm and shoot somebody like that, and and to obviously not even really think that there is any kind of, you know, consequence for it because mm-hmm. he was not. There's no sense that I, from all that I've heard, that there's any sense of remorse or anything like that around what he did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> And Rodney uh, says, I don't understand all the vitriol towards her. I don't understand either. Um, In doing some of the research, there were accounts that said right after the uh, incident that she said that she had stepped on the piece of glass or that there were other things. But she kept saying that she didn't feel safe saying what Mm. really happened. And she didn't feel safe with the cops. She had to really just take a moment and then come forward with what happened. And it wasn't like the gun went off and other people didn't see it. So... Well, and you figure if someone has shot you publicly like that, you know, that their likelihood of them retaliating against you or saying something to them, you know, is is very real. Mm -hmm. That is why people often end up remaining in abusive relationships, fearing the retaliation of filing a restraining order or being, you know, and how many women do we know who ultimately still are attacked and sometimes even killed by the very people against whom the restraining order is presented. Yeah. And, and, and let us not, we cannot discount the fact that Megan Thee Stallion, once she was very young, very young, and I mean, her career had just took off to a place that she had never seen it before. And, you know, being in her situation and being so, you know, uh, in the public eye, I'm sure she has managers and everybody trying to tell her what your next move should be. Mm-hmm. And again, she's young. And so I, I, I kind of, I want to see as this uh, moves about what was really in her head. You know mm. what I'm saying? What, mm-hmm. Because I think there's more to be revealed about that. You know, uh, you know, I'm glad, again, I'm, I'm glad that she's doing well and she's, mm-hmm. you know, her career doesn't seem like it suffered because she was on Saturday Night Live after she got shot. She's, I mean, done, quite, she's done quite well. She's, you know, no, she's done yeah. quite well. She was done I, when, like, I, the, Go ahead, Vosh. No, I was going to say, I want to point out that Judy said, I yes, think that the 10-year sentence was a little harsh. Yeah. People have gotten off with less time for actually killing people. And I agree. I will not argue that. The system mm. against yep. Black people. Yeah. Yep. I, I will I, not argue that. I, yep. too, thought 10 years. That's, you know, but. It was a lot. That's a lot yeah. for that, that, a that, non-fatal that a lot of shot. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. particularly when you have a former president who uh, inspired an insurrection and he's just walking around. And can mm. become president again. Yeah, right. Yeah. But they haven't proven that. So uh, I was watching January sixth. <laughs> you, know, you know, they 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 haven't proven it. But I can't you know, figure it out. Speaking of some additional controversy, though, uh, Usher this week broke his silence about the Kiki Palmer concert controversy. You know, I kind of thought it was over, but I guess Usher <laughs> hadn't said what he had to say. You know what right. I'm saying? Well, is so, there anything look, he has to say about it? I guess? Well, he, the, the singer who, he, he has become more cautious because he said people were coming at him, so he had to make a statement. And his statement was, every night I'm thinking about how the world is now going to react to this moment that I'll have with whomever I'm choosing to sing, to sing with on his show. He further added, it was mm. a pop moment. It was fun to have at least a conversation going and we, and we just keep it light. Adding that he didn't see anything negative happening in Las Vegas. He mm. said, I think everybody's vision or version of, of what they felt happened there just, just leads back to just what really having a good time in Vegas is all about, okay? And he says, you know, that's all he hopes comes out of it and that people move on. He didn't make mention of, you know, 
uh, uh, Kiki's baby's daddy or anything like that. He made it all about his show. Mm. And the yep. fact that, you know, it was a pop moment and, and he let it go. And mm. I think that that's all it should have been. But I guess to put some closure on it, he had to say something. I guess. So, Usher said it. Okay. Well, it seems like our singers out here are, are very much uh, articulating uh, their feelings about a variety of things. I don't know if you two have heard uh, about a Neo whose music I have always appreciated. I got to be upfront with this. I, I, I really appreciate his musical talents. Mm -hmm. I think he is a bit of a challenge, though, personally. Um, most recently, uh, he um, and I want to read this because I want to make sure I get um, what he was saying. He made a statement in an interview concerning whether or not children, particularly at a young age, could and should be identifying themselves as transgender. How would a parent trust a child to to know themselves, et cetera, et cetera? And so he made, you know, so he said the statement on this uh, podcast, um, and then um, there were people who. Re not retaliated, but at least responded to it and said, you know, this is very narrow of you. Children do know, et cetera, et cetera. He then issued, or an, an apology was issued for Neo. Then there were people who kind of came in on him and saying like, oh, you caved because people were challenging you on your opinion. So then Neo comes back out and is like, I'm taking the apology back because that was from a publicist. It wasn't even from me. And so he's saying, you know, um, that, um, he is, uh, let's see, he takes his apology back in a video shared with Instagram. He is so sick um, of what people are trying to make him feel sorry about. He said um, he, he will not apologize for having his own opinion. Um, he says, I'm entitled to feel how I feel the same way that you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered. Neil went on to further dig his heels in on the topic of gender affirming care for minors. While he said he has no beef with queer or trans folks, he will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life is what he said. It was and that, that word. It was that, that word right there that made me not be able to use the words of how I'm really feeling on this show about Neo. Yeah. It was yeah. That, that phrase right there. So. I, I, that's all I have to say about Neo. And as he's speaking about uh, decisions that are detrimental to children, he might want to think about the number of children that he has with multiple women, including ones that were born when his wife was right. uh, about to give birth to their own children, and whether or not he's actually making decisions that would be in the best interest of young children, all that of him, not, that all of his children. Yeah. That are not detrimental. Yeah. So. It just bums me out that these people are just repeating the garbage that's being fed to drive a wedge between trans people and uh, and the rest of the world yeah yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean it's yeah. like none of these people have trans children if they yeah. did and they went through the experience Absolutely. of seeing and understanding Absolutely. what a child is going through as they are understanding right. who they are yeah there would be a whole lot more compassion and no one is going out cutting up little kids for right. gender affirming care. Gender affirming care starts off with conversations and all Absolutely. kinds of things along those Absolutely. lines. And there's such a waiting list before right. any kind of cutting's going right. on. What but doesn't Josh, require a lot of cutting. You're assuming intelligence. You're assuming informed decision, uh, informed uh, statements. Like, mm -hmm. he's not doing that. Right. Well, I mean, I just wish we stopped giving these people with these ill-informed positions yep. about what sex and gender are and how yep. it manifests, uh, you know. Well, I don't think anyone's giving Neo, this came from Neo's mouth. So he's a grown man. So this is how he feels. So, and you know what I'm saying? I don't, when you say we stop giving these people, I'm not sure I, I got that. I, Neo, he, this is how he's internalizing it. And, and I'm just from his, giving from them a platform. Own, is what oh. is more, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, and how he feels. Like he's he is right. He is entitled yeah. to his yeah. opinion. He is entitled. I mean, you know, and so are racist white people who can say whatever they want and, and exactly. come on. But exactly. there is a pushback and an expectation of a certain standard of civility yep. and uh, commitment to knowledge and evolution and responsibility. Thought. Absolutely. So well, 
He got one time, and I think this this will follow him for a minute. I think it will follow him for a minute. And and as one other uh, podcast person that I really do follow and like, who read Neo up one wall and down the next, who I'm not going to give you know credit to on this show, but I do love this person. Um, you know, he basically said, you know, you, your, your career is going nowhere. You know, you're saying things that's basically that, you know, can give you some street cred. Basically. And he said, because your, your career is not going anywhere. So to say something this stupid, you know, and to not really give it thought before you push it out your mouth when you don't have a hit record anywhere, you haven't had one and you don't have one coming. You need to be careful. Bam. All right, well, and on. Deba- the one last thing <laughs> I might say that we all know also that it is this very same recording artist whose own sexual orientation has been called into question. So the fact that he is just kind of showing out this way also could very well be in response to accusations about his own sexuality. He's going to show up with Ron DeSantis at the barbecue. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. All right, really quickly. <laughs> Really quickly, <laughs> Wayne Brady has come out as pansexual. Oh, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's pansexual. Thank you. Whatever. I that mean, means it, anybody it, could be part of his his circle now. Okay, right. so. that means he okay, is right. into okay. anyone, and he gets to connect with people. Uh, the cool thing is, is that he told his wife, who was happy for him because she wants him to be happy. His yeah. former um, wife. Well, his former wife, because wow. now he is a single open-minded pansexual who can be free and open to other people and he did say in an instagram post he goes this shouldn't shake anyone's world but if it bothers you at all that's your business he goes i was so afraid of having my manhood questioned but screw that he goes a real man in my eyes isn't afraid to be honest and happy so from now on i'll be over here living my best life i love you so we are wishing wayne brady all the happiness and love in the world and calm he gets a three. <laughs> Bosh is like, now that you're out there, give me a ring. In C. In C. Okay. And you go. All right. All right. Okay. So, very quickly, as we were talking about some of the news, we also lost a legal and social justice legend recently Charles Tree Ogletree, Harvard um, um, professor. Um, and mentor to a number of social, uh, legal social activists in our country. Um, Charles Ogletree is just known um, throughout the legal world, respected, um, has been battling Alzheimer's uh, for several years. And he succumbed uh, uh, most recently this this past week at the age of 70. And um, again, we just, it, we would be remiss to not mention and speak the name of Charles Ogletree, who is just known for his extraordinary and gifted mind in the legal world, uh, his mentoring many legal minds, including that of the former president, uh, uh, Barack Obama, uh, but also his commitment to social justice. So may he rest in peace. And we thank him for the contributions to our society and for our people. We speak the name Charles Tree Ogletree. I hope he has a chair and wherever he is now <laughs> you're not gonna take that moment no 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 i'm not gonna go there keep it rolling just let it go ladies and gentlemen <laughs> thank you guys for joining the show tonight um it has been so much fun you know we we really 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 love doing these let's get newsy shows because um, you guys connect so well with us and we really do appreciate it. We don't take for granted that you could be out sipping on your own cup somewhere on a Friday night, but you are in here with us and we do appreciate it. And Rudy, we need to get you, we need to get you back on here, my brother, because we- Rudy is like, okay, like keeping it going. Okay, we need to get Rudy back on the show because some beauty <laughs> tips are waiting. But before we do that, let me share with you guys um, our words of the week. Um, that is, don't, ever think ever. you did don't ever think you did something <laughs> wrong by asking to be treated right all right put that put that in your cup and sip it all right That's ladies and gentlemen saying. okay you guys do me a favor have a great weekend whatever you do be safe if you're in dc please come down to the national book festival 
at the Washington oh, Convention yes. Center. Oh, yes. It should be fun. It should be oh, fun. Yes. And wait, I have something to show you guys. Hold on one second. I forgot. Hold on one second. Is he leaving you guys, the up, ladies and gentlemen? Wear, start wearing your masks, people. Yeah. Start wearing your masks. Again, yes. COVID is on the rise. If you come yes. to the fair, bring your folding Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know. He you got never know. Not at the fair. You will not need that at the fair. You will not need a folding chair at the fair. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a great evening and a great weekend, and we will see you on the next episode of He Said. He Said. He Said. You got to take care. You a fool, Bobby Edwards. Bye, guys. <laughs>